got that Nick book, Franklin yeah, they made me super the Nick rich. Franklin method. I got that book, yeah, the they Nick made me Franklin super method. rich. The Nick Franklin method. 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 One third of that comes from hard work. Two thirds comes from inheritance. Interest on interest accumulating the widows, the idiot sons. And what I do? Stock and real estate speculation. Radio station. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Such a pleasure to be here with you guys. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be answering some questions from Quora. And one of the subjects is how can I be more effective selling cars? Okay, so we all know I'm not really one to sugarcoat, so I'll kick it to you like this. Uh, a lot of times when you ask people this question, what they'll do is give you this runaround answer such as, well, you need to love the one you're with and um, the customer will always tell you how to close them. And these answers are all fine and good, but the main thing that you need to know is how to handle the typical question that customers ask. And one of the things that customers always say is that they're trying to be at two to three hundred dollars down or five hundred dollars down and two hundred dollars a month and if you do not handle this effectively or the right way then you run into some issues so here's how we tackle that first let me tell you this um with average credit at 60 months uh it is about Every $10,000 is approximately two fifty dollars in payment. So let's say you're walking a customer through the lot, and we'll talk about why you really shouldn't do that in a second. But um, let's say, you know, you meet an up or, you know, someone who walks up, and they ask you, oh, uh, how much is this car a month? Well, if the car is $20,000, you know, with, out a down payment they're going to be looking at five hundred dollars a month average credit 60 months now of course you want to find out some down payment information now here's how the down payment works every thousand dollars is twenty dollars off your car note so let's say they say they have two thousand dollars down and they're looking at a twenty thousand dollar car then okay boom so take away 40 from the 500 because if it's 20,000, you have $500 a month, then you're going to be at around $460 a month if they have average credit at 60 months. Now, this is easy to say because if they can if they say something like, "Oh, um oh, that's 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 too much." So Obviously, if they want to be around three hundred dollars, you know, they're going to need to be somewhere around, you know, the 14 to fifteen thousand dollar range. And a big, big, big tip that I learned is when you sat when you ask someone. What's the last bank that you finance with? And they say something like. Chase, Wells Fargo, any of the top tier banks, then 
you're going to kind of screen them and you kind of know, okay, this person might have some good credit so you can proceed from there. Now, if they say something like, you know, Santander or buy here, pay here's or, um, you know, Westlake or just any bank that you're not really familiar with or like dealer funding or something like that, chances are you're going to be dealing with someone in the subprime. So you want to move on to getting the credit report. And so you can say something like this. Well, depending on what your credit rating is, you know, you're going to cap out about 460 if you want this $20,000 car. However, if you really want some finite numbers, uh, we can fill out a customer statement and I can get you the answer of exactly how much everything will be for taxes and everything included. And uh, I can tell you one thing, um, you know, my managers, you know, they got a quota to meet and they got some bonuses from the higher ups and they're definitely willing to make you a good deal today. So let's step inside and let's go ahead and fill that out. That way we can uh, make this an easy process for both of us. That makes sense, right? Normally they'll say, yeah, but you know, I was the type of guy like, oh, what if they don't? Okay, here's the thing. You want to ask a few questions such as, okay, how are you going to be using the car? What kind of car are you driving now? Who's the car for? What are their requirements? Normally, you can tell people the requirements, like um, you're looking for a sunroof, leather, um, you know, things like that, heated seats. Sometimes they'll say, yeah, yeah, I definitely need those. Sometimes they say, oh, no, that's not really important. Um, basically, what you've done, if they say it's not important, you've already selected a base car for them and you don't even really need to work hard and you know pull the car around and spend four hours with the customer and then it really wasn't what they needed and uh, a big question also is um, so what were you hoping to accomplish today and um, do you prefer light or dark colors and what you do is you take this and you write all of this stuff down on, on your needs analysis and what happens is you find out everything that you need to know about the car that the customer wants and they'll be able to tell you what they will buy so here's the trick if you've gotten a customer that just came in or came in on an appointment so let's say for example they don't care about leather sunroofs they want to be at five hundred dollars a month um, they have $2,000 down, but they have bad credit, but they don't want a sunroof or anything like that. What you could do is put them on a new base car. If the credit approves, of course, which is always a hassle when you're dealing with sales managers, but let's say they want a dark car and things like that. So basically this is what you say. If I can find you a car, um, that's black with, um, everything that you wanted for under 500 or 500 or below would you buy the car right now if they say yes all you have to do is locate the car and you got to sell and my problem before was i would not do this i would play guessing games and do all of these tricks and then end up having customers walk out on me and other things oh i actually made a mistake and i left out a question what are your mileage requirements and um, normally people say something like, oh, well, no more than 100,000 miles and things like that. Or uh, what kind of qualities are you looking for in a car? Um, you're looking for something reliable, something good on gas, 
yes. Most of the time, they'll just say yes. Um, if they ask you, um, what are your, if we ask them, what are their must-haves, if they say, oh, I need to have a third row seat, and then, then you can bring it up to, okay, oh, why, uh, why do you need third row seat? You got kids, you do a lot of traveling. Sometimes they'll give you some answers, and then what you can do is counsel them. If they don't have kids and they just want an SUV because they're tall and things like that, you still might be able to switch them to a midsize car. But the thing is, before you run out and go get keys, you want to find out all of this information. So we'll go over it one more time. You want to ask them who's going to be using the car, what kind of car they're driving, the last bank that they're finding with um, their mileage requirements do they prefer light or dark colors what are they hoping to accomplish today and if you find the cars after they give you the answers will they buy right now you will have a substantial increase in your car sales just from those key things and remember when you hear a bank that you're not really familiar with is probably subprime. Oh, a lot of things too, you'll hear credit unions and things like this. Oh, I already have a rate for my credit union. Okay, I was like, well, you know, um, the corporate office has been giving out a lot of specials, especially to credit union members. And um, we can try our best to match or beat your rate and probably offer you a better deal on whatever vehicle you end up going with. Are you open to see if we can get you a better deal and a lower price on the rate? And they'll say, most of the time, like, yeah, and, and then don't, I'm not even going to lie to you. I mean, this sounds like, you know, a little too easy, but it is way easier. And you will hear um, people play games with you. They'll say things like, oh, I don't really want to release that right now. And, you know, you get people with Navy Federal and things like that. A lot of times people with credit unions, um, you'll hear them say that they're really loyal to um, – their credit union and they want to stick with them but uh, I'm not even gonna lie to you in the car industry we had this uh, saying that buyers are liars and uh, the be back bus doesn't come I mean a lot of the times that you know if you can save customers money and build value by giving them information that that actually helps them or can be perceived that way they'll buy the car from you because they like you and they feel like you can be trusted and when everything works, what you want to do is you want to make sure you ask them for referrals. So if they say, oh, can you give me a discount on the car? And then, you you know, you do the run back and forth, um, you know, because sometimes it's necessary to run back and forth, even if you plan it with your manager ahead of time. Um, you say, OK, if you give me 10 referrals, I'll see what I can do. And those referrals what you want to do um you get their phone numbers and then you take a video with the customer saying that oh um this salesman helped me and then you post it on youtube and you send the message and the video message and the link to the people that they referred it to they referred to you and those are the honest tricks. So just remember the key thing though to help you with the hardest question is, oh, how much down for that one? How much is this car? Without knowing the credit is easy. Say, well, it normally goes like this. With average credit, you're looking at around 10,000, every $10,000 is 250 a month. And every $1,000 that you have down is $20 off your car note. So if we're looking at this car that you like that happens to be $20,000, if you have $2,000, that's 
then you're looking at about 460 a month is that fit your price range and then sometimes they'll be like oh no 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 that's too high okay so how close to that can you get and then they might say oh i can get to you know maybe you know three three hundred or something like that you know and then i immediately say right after i say Okay, so let's say we find a car that you absolutely love and you just you fall in love with it and you can't live without. Worst case scenario, could you do 425? Ah, oh, man, I mean, I, I I I don't know, man. Well, how close could you get to 425? Worst case scenario. And make sure you emphasize worst case scenario. And then I could probably do like 400. So, right then there, you've already talked them from 300 to 400 without even doing anything and that is a big big question now you know a lot of experienced salespeople they'll say um up to but i think you need more words when you're dealing with other people because remember this is the internet age and a lot of the time you hear stuff is from the 80s you know um or the 90s when it was booming or the early 2000s and things like that i mean these people look online, they listen to Clark Howard, they watch YouTube videos on how to buy cars. So you're coming in dealing with someone whose guard is already up. So you need to establish rapport and, and give them advice. So just by me telling them something that other people try to avoid, like the price of what the car will be without knowing the credit, instantly builds trust and credibility. Okay, also, when you're using the down payment thing that I told you to use um, as far as the $10,000 is 250 in payment average credit average credit 60 months make sure that you emphasize that that's average credit every 60 months now you know a lot of people tell you do stuff like oh how would you rate your credit on average 1 to 10 and then even if they say even if you do ask that if you run out of things to say um if they give you like a low number, we'll just say, well, worst case, um, I would say it, it could be lower than that if we can get you to 72 months. How long do you normally finance for? Um, that's another way to get around and find out some more stuff um, that you need to know. Um, so remember, 10000 equals 250 in payment at average credit 60 months but might be able to get it even lower at 72 months and then you can see you really want to classify whether they're a payment customer or they're a bottom line customer and um, that'll help you because sometimes people say oh I, I have to be I'm looking they'll come in looking for a car at a certain price and Sometimes it's not really the price, it's the payment that they think they're going to get because they use these calculators online to say, oh, this this is supposed to be around 250 months. But then, like, you know, they have to account for taxes and to add valorum if your state has that and um, things like that. So you can express that to them and um, that makes it work for you. So I hope this helped. And um, I will go into some things about exactly what you need to keep on you and um, that makes it pretty easy. Okay, so a couple of things that you want to have in your toolbox. Um, you definitely need to buy a clipboard. You need to have a little pad that you can put in your pocket. Always keep a pen. 
Uh, keep candy and water at your desk for when kids are there. That helps. Because um, if you're out and you see something, you need to write it down. Anytime you need to write it down, uh, you'll have a pen and a notepad. Take the clipboard with you uh, when you're in the car. If the customer is rushing you and you still need to find out all the stuff, you can ask these questions in the car. And normally, and this is another strategy I use too, even if I don't get the credit report till the end, um, and it varies depending on what the customer says to me and how much information they give me up front. If, if you're telling me that you have credit issues and you're not sure, I'm going to use my word tracks and scripts that I've came up with and learned um, to go ahead and get that out of the way to know what I have by the time I get back on the test drive. Because I use a very simple process, license, test drive, numbers. If I can build enough rapport with the questions in the license stage, you're going to give me your license. I take you on the test drive. On the test drive, I find out about where you work, how long you've been working there, and I do it like this. So what do you do? Oh, wow, really? Do you like it? Oh, okay, so how long have you been doing it? Okay, great, 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 great. And, um, you know, you could just build small talk from there because that'll tell you right then. It's like, oh, okay, how long do they have at your job? Like all of this at, at their job, like I, this, all of this are, is things that help you close the deal. So when your sales manager asks you a question, you don't be like, oh, I don't know. I didn't find that out. You'll know what kind of car they want. Uh, what it takes for them to buy right now, how long they've been on their job, who's the last bank that they finance with. You can even find out what they were paying. And you can find out their mileage requirements and things like that. I mean, it just makes it so much easier. And then while they're waiting, which is the longest thing that you're going to wait for is the wait into finance. That's when you give them candy, things like that. And or, or you can let them go watch TV or you just give them something to do to keep their mind busy while you go work on other things. And um, those are my tricks for selling cars. Um, it took me some years <laughs> to learn those things. And uh, it's way easier than it seems. I mean, when you're new and you're dealing with people and, you know, especially when you're, you know, in a dealership where they have Internet sales versus floor sales and um, where you have to catch ups, which are, you know, just walk ups where you have to sit outside with everybody else. Um, sometimes, you know, you get people who are shopping and things like that. I mean, I, I've learned from a lot of great people and um, hopefully uh, it works out for you. Uh, selling cars is pretty easy. Um, I, even if you don't want to do it for a long time, I think it's a great segue into um doing other things because it can make you a lot of money um, with little to no education um, if you were in circumstances before that and um, a lot of people that I've met I mean a lot of people say oh I, I need that I need to get a job but I have a record and things like that I mean let me tell you this I've met quite a few salespeople that make over a hundred thousand dollars a year and all of them just have a high school diploma and most of them who made that money were in prison for a long time and um i'm gonna give you um another secret to being a top salesman 20 or 30 car sales those little things that i told you are very simple but the real game is is controlling the floor um so i have this um simple thing that i call uh, flood the floor control the splits so think about it. Anytime where you are in a position of power where you're getting a lot of sales, 
um, especially in a zero-sum game like car sales where every time you win, someone loses because that's someone who didn't get the sale, whether that's you at your dealership, your coworkers, or another dealership. Um, what you want to do is get really good at setting appointments and getting referrals and getting so many people to show up and ask for you where you get other people to work for you like your other employees and like because while they're sitting around trying to figure it out instead of hating you they'll be looking for you to give them deals and then you build loyalty and you can control the floor like that um you can have six people come in okay you can only deal with maybe one to two people at a time i mean you really kind of only want to stick to one but if you give some of your customers away and get half that's better than nothing and then you go through and you just close the deal and you're acting as if you're a floor manager and you're controlling this is why i chose to be um bdc because i could get as many people in because i have a uh, sales skills from wall street because i used to cold call people and set appointments um people would show up so many people and then every time a deal closed i got 75 dollars plus bonuses plus my my hourly wage i mean i was making so much money um doing it that way i was like oh okay so the top salesmen yeah they're making like twenty thousand dollars a month the people that we're doing that but it's a lot of manipulation that goes into that and uh it's not a fair game and i just want to tell you guys that um you are as strong as your sales manager you are as strong as your finance manager you'll have times where you've done everything right and then you have an incompetent sales manager or an incompetent uh, finance manager and they'll blow out your deal so Making sure that you keep a relationship with those people are crucial because I guarantee you, if you get into it with your finance manager uh, or you get into it with your sales manager, all of a sudden some funny stuff is going to start happening with your money. And um, I've hopped around a few dealerships and I can honestly tell you, um, you have to understand your last check if you decide to leave, if you leave before you get paid, your last check will be like super low and something crazy because it's like sorcery the way that they do the money some people get more commission than others but you only find that out when you're making sales so good luck everybody and i hope this helped and uh, we'll see you soon all right thanks for listening and uh, hopefully you guys can uh, sell some more cars like this uh, i know it took me some years to figure all of this stuff out and um when I found it out, I made a lot of money selling cars, and um, I, I, it's really, really simple, and it'll help you. Um, you don't have to be in the streets, and you don't have to go sell drugs. You don't have to become a stripper. You don't have to do credit card fraud. You don't have to work at a warehouse. You don't have to work at the airport for $10 an hour and struggle um, and be afraid of sales. I mean, it's a lot of people out here who think that, you know, you have to be a born salesman. Honestly, I, I, that, the word salesman pisses me off because it makes me sound like I'm wearing a brown suit. And I'm going door to door selling vacuums, but um, it'll help you at least make $2,000 a month and help you get a car to do other things when you didn't have any money. I know a lot of people that selling cars change their lives. I mean, between that and waiting tables, um, those two things can really give you money um but the thing is the car dealership is gonna take up your time a lot of time so you have to be able to work and utilize the internet to reduce the amount of time that you're actually spending 
to do what you really want to do. Now, if you love selling cars, great. I, I applaud um, that you found something that you like to do and hopefully that this helps you. But if you just need some money and you need something to do and you want to be good at something and something that can give you skills that will transfer to another industry or something else that you wanted to do, um, selling cars, I suggest. Um, you guys check out my documentary on uh, how to be a rapper and see um, what a lot of people go through um, that they already are in sales, but they just don't know it. And you being able to hone your skills in a way that doesn't put your life or your freedom in jeopardy, I think is very important. So this is the Nick Franklin Method. And uh, stay tuned for more episodes on how to do things and skills um, such as planning and strategic analysis, uh, understanding power, friendships and choices and more philosophies on life.